Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Devarim. We begin Sefer Devarim. And our rabbis have arranged the calendar in such a way that we always read Parshas Devarim before Tisha B'Av. The reason for this is that Devarim begins with Tochacha. Moshe begins by rebuking the Jewish people. He does so with a great deal of sensitivity, which is how we are to rebuke as well. But the idea is that you rebuke somebody because they have done things wrong. And this is the first thing we have to accept as we unfortunately prepare for another Tisha B'Av, that if we don't have the base Migdash, there's nobody else to blame but ourselves. Yes, the second base of Migdash was destroyed almost 2,000 years ago. And that was because, as the Gemara tells us in Yuma, Daftes, because unfortunately there was a breakdown man to man. Call it Sinaschinam. And Sinaschinam doesn't mean that you hate somebody for no reason. That's sick. However, the reason that you do consider to be significant, that is schinam. Too often we focus on the wrong factors, and instead of focusing on that which unites us, and that which could, should bring us together, unfortunately we focus on that which divides us, period. According to the Chinuch, there are two mitzvos in Parshas Devarim. They are two negative mitzvos, and both of which are related to Dayanus, to judges. The first one being that an incompetent individual should not be appointed as a judge, and once an individual is appointed, he is not to um, exhibit or have year of fear from the litigants with whom he is judging. Even that, that there are but two mitzvos in Pashas Devarim, communal mitzvos, remind us of Hoshiva Shoftenu Kevarishona, how we're missing the Sanhedrin, and in contrast to, as we shall see next week, where there are 12 mitzvos, including next week, the Aseris Adibros, the Torah itself is mourning with the Jewish people. The Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazon because the Haftorah is that of Yeshaya Hanavi. We read from the very beginning of the book of Yeshaya of the breakdown of the Jewish community, which unfortunately caused the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. And what do we read? In Parshas Devarim, Moshe is recounting Jewish history and he recounts to the people about to go into Eretz Yisrael how the Tishabav came about. Tishabav came about because it was on that night that the Jewish people received the reply or the story of the spies, the Maraglim. They believed the 10 out of the 12 who came back with a negative report. And this is unfortunately summarized by King David in Tilim Kuf 
Vav Pasuk Chaf Dalid 106 Pasuk 24 Ouch Vayim Asu Be'eretz Chemda The Jewish people turn their backs and I'm being very polite by, ter- by translating it that way literally they showed disdain for the beloved land they didn't believe God that it is a special land and therefore as we read Pasha's Devarim we are to be reminded of the special place that Eretz Yisrael is to play in our lives and this is all so very significant going into Tisha B'Av. I'd like to review at this point some of the basic laws of Tisha B'Av and what is different this year by the fact that Tisha B'Av is this Shabbos tomorrow and this Sunday is a Nidcheb. What laws are unique to this year? So to begin with, let's begin by pointing out that on other years, not Shabbos, so Erev Tisha B'Av has its own laws. From midday on, one is not to study Torah or cut down in their study of Torah. According to many, that does not apply this year. There are different customs about learning of Pirkei Avos, but many say that since you can eat meat, as we'll discuss in a minute, and drink wine, at your Shalosh Su'udos, if a person studies Torah this Shabbos afternoon of any and all kinds, according to many as brought down in the Mishnah Brura, it is permissible. Now, in past years, meaning when it's not on a Shabbos, going into Tisha B'av, there is a Suda Mavsekes. At that Suda Mavsekes, you know that you eat a hard-boiled egg. Does one need to eat a hard-boiled egg this Shabbos? The answer by Shalashudas, the last meal before the fast, the answer is definitively no. If you have a hard-boiled egg every Shabbos at Shalashudas, have one this one as well. But to have a hard-boiled egg specifically this Shabbos, no. There's no ash at uh, this Shalosh Sudos as well. And as mentioned earlier, one doesn't have to have meat and wine at Shalosh but should one desire to, you have it every week or even just this week, that's fine. From the letter of the law, you can. So therefore, until Shkia, until sunset, one um, can eat, period. Now, we stop eating at Shkia at sunset, and even removing our leather shoes, we do not do until Tseis Hakochavim, until it is definitively night. And they, basically, what is done, uh, what is done is, um, we uh, recite. We wait until after Baruchu in Shul to take off our shoes, and the chazan says, Baruch HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol, then he takes off his shoes, he says, Baruch Hu, we take off our shoes. You are not to bring, you're not leather, the non-leather shoes to shul on Shabbos. That would be preparing for the fast, even if you have an Arab in your community. Therefore, remember tonight, before you go to shul, 
to bring your non-leather shoes and place them you know, near your seat, etc. Um, and you'll have them for tomorrow night. Okay, now, tomorrow night, Mutzo'e Shabbos, in the Shmona Esrei, we recite Atochon Antonu, Havdola, in the Shmona Esrei, as we do every Saturday night. We do not make Havdola this Mutzo'e Shabbos. We do recite the bracha of Borei Meorei Ha'esh, Many shuls will recite this bracha for all to be yodze before the recitation of Eicha. If one is not going to shul, one could, should recite the bracha, at home. <clears throat> there is no besamim this year, neither nor, neither on Mosoi Shabbos, and neither on Saturday night when we will be making Avdallah over and only over the cup of wine. And at that time, as we'll hopefully remember, we will not say the introductory psukim of Hinei Kel Yeshu Asi, just beginning with the Borei Pri Hagafet. In terms of the Tfilos, the Shabbos, many have the uh, custom of singing the to the sad tomb of Elitzio. Other than that, the davening is the same this Shabbos. We do say Avarachamim uh, and we don't say at Mincha Tzikoscha Tzedek. Because tonight on the calendar really is Tish Ba'av, we can't fast until Sunday, Devarim Shebetzinah Anoeg, and that is married couples should abstain from uh, marital relations tonight unless it is her Leil Tevila. Now, we go to Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av this year is Sunday, and it is a nidcha. Nidcha means it is postponed to the next day. Therefore, one, women who are within 30 days after giving birth do not have to fast. Pregnant and nursing women do not have to fast. And a person who is ill does not have to fast. Now, if one needs to eat on Tisha B'Av, they should make Havdolah on Tisha B'Av, not with wine or grape juice, but rather with um, beer, coffee, tea. And needless to say, you eat what you need to eat, you need what you need to drink. If one needs to drink and not eat, that's it. And you're still considered, interestingly, fasting when you follow the specific halachos. Let's remind ourselves, five tragedies befell the Jewish people on Tisha B'Av. One, it was decreed that we would stay in the desert, not enter Eretz Yisrael, as we mentioned earlier, on the night of Tisha B'Av. Both the first and second Beis Amigdosh were destroyed on Tisha B'Av. The city of Betar was captured and tens of thousands of Jews were killed on 
Tisha B'Av. And finally, to Nisrufus Russia plowed over the site of the Beis Migdash. Now, these tragedies remind us that unfortunately, this is a time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us in a different way. This is called a moed. We don't say Tachanun on Tisha B'Av. We are such an incredible people of belief. Listen carefully. Rav Chaim Friedlander points this out so powerfully in his Sefer, that there's no such thing as middle of the road for the Jewish people. When we're up, wow, are we up. And unfortunately, the other way, when we are down. And therefore, that in of itself shows that there is a very special relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. And that is to be very much on our mind. What's prohibited on Tisha B'Av is eating and drinking, number one, bathing, washing, anointing oneself with cosmetics, um, marital relations, and leather shoes. I think most of us are aware in terms of eating and drinking what it is. If a person has a question about this, make sure you consult your Rav. Children under Bar and Bas Mitzvah from the letter of the law don't have to fast. And unlike Yom Kippur, that we train them, here we don't want to train them for this mitzvah. Please God, we're not going to have it next year. Um, now, the idea is that one should not even rinse their mouth on Tisha B'Av. One needs to wash. You wash your hands in the morning, negovasa to the knuckles. Right, left, right, left, right, left. You take your fingers and you can rub them through your eyes. That's it. After the bathroom, we do the same thing. Before dominating, you say the, the same thing. If a person got their hands dirty, then by all means, you can wash them. It's washing for pleasure, which you are restricted from uh, doing. Uh, all kinds of lotions, cosmetics, makeup uh, is, needless to say, prohibited on Yom Kippur. One can use deodorant. And um, one is not to wear you know, leather shoes on Yom Kippur, excuse me, on Tisha B'Av, and our learning of Torah. Pikude Hashem Yeshorim Misam literally, the study of Torah gives us happiness. It is to give us happiness. And the fact that I can't learn on Tisha B'Av is to bother us. And what you can learn are those things which relate to Tisha B'Av. The Gemara and Gitin, uh, Nun Vav, the Gemara and Sanhedrin, Kuf Dalid, um, the laws of Tisha B'Av, uh, the book of Eov, one can study, and the parts of Yirmiyahu, which speak about the Churban. All this could and should be learned on Tisha B'Av. Interestingly, Tisha B'Av came because there was a breakdown, Sinas Chinam, and therefore on Tisha B'Av there's no She'elah Shalom. We're not to greet somebody, we're to feel what it's like to be alone. We don't give gifts on Tisha B'Av. One doesn't take a ride just for the sake of taking a ride or even taking a pleasure walk on Tisha B'Av. Now the idea is as follows. 
until mid the day, starting this Motsoe Shabbos until mid the day on Tisha B'Av on Sunday, the observance of Tisha B'Av, we sit low, we sit as a mourner. And ideally, and especially Baruch Hashem over the years until we had the third day Samigdash, the recitation of Kinos has become so much more meaningful, not only with the English Kinos, with commentaries, but many, many synagogues have the opportunity of reading a Kino, not everyone, and discussing it, and having greater insight, and knowing what we're saying, because the words of the Kinos per se, even if one is fluent in Hebrew, so the idea is... It's a flowery Hebrew, and you have to know what it's alluding to. So take the time, not on Shabbos, to study the Kinos, but Saturday night, morning, in shul, listen, study, read, understand, appreciate, give out what we are missing. Interestingly, starting Chatzos, mid the day, this coming Sunday, we get up from the floor. And the idea is... Why? Because that's when they put the base Amigdash ablaze. Now how in the world does that give us consolation? So the rabbis tell us, because Hashem took out His anger on the, literally, on the inanimate object, the base Amigdash, and saved, thank God, the people. And this is something which we are to be mindful of. Ideally, one should not work on Tisha B'Av, certainly not in the morning, but even in the afternoon. If one could, one should not work on Tisha B'Av. The other point that we need to make mention of, ideally, if one can, when one goes to sleep, this Motsoi Shabbos, if they usually sleep with two pillows, try with one, or without, in other words, to feel some of the discomfort. When we read Eicha, the room should be darkened at that time. And the uh, other point that we should understand is, interestingly, we don't say Avinu Malkeinu on Tisha B'Av, as well as not saying Tachanun, because that Jew has within him the Pasuk and Eicha, Korah Olai Moed, literally, it will be a Yom Tov. I just want to conclude, oh, excuse me, Motsoe, this Sunday evening, very important. We mentioned that the person has to eat on Yom Kippur this, on Tisha B'Av this Sunday. They make Avdallah before they eat. Now, most of us, We'll be fasting, thank God, and we will be making Havdalah this Sunday night after Tisha B'Av over a cup of wine. You don't need to give it to a child. Anybody and everybody can eat it. All the restrictions for after Tisha B'Av do not apply this year. You can take a haircut Sunday night. You can wash clothing Sunday night. You can shower bathe Sunday night. All restrictions are lifted except for eating meat and drinking wine. If need be, there certainly could be a wedding this Sunday night. So again, washing of clothes, washing of yourself, everything is permitted this coming Sunday night except for the um, meat and wine. And interestingly, 
the playing of music should as well wait until um, uh, Monday morning. We don't put on the talis and tefillin Sunday morning, but we do put them on for Mincha. I just wish to close by saying that the morning of Tisha B'Av is not only for ourselves, but it is for Hashem. Unbelievable. The Gemara in Chagiga, Hey Amar Aleph, tells us that Hashem as well cries, based upon the Pasuk in Yirmiyahu Yud Gimel, B'mistorim Tivke Nafshi, Mipnei Geva, God has a place called Mistorim. Literally, he goes there when no one can see him, and he cries. Hashem cries for us, and we cry for him. That's very important. Oh my goodness, all year long, who's got time to focus on a base Amigdash? And finally, who has time to focus on what Hashem is missing? And this is some of the very powerful ideas that we are to focus on this coming Tisha B'Av. The rabbis tell us that whoever properly mourns for the Beis HaMikdash will please God be privileged to um, see and to be part of the celebration. And that's what we are praying for. Kolomis Abel, Al Yerushalayim, all who mourn properly for Yerushalayim were told at the end of the Gemara Tanis, Zoche Viroe Besim May we please God soon be privileged to see that very special rebuilding of the third Beis Amigdash, Bimhei Rabbi Amenu. But until that time, we will cry for the Shechina, as indeed he cries for us. Shabbat Shalom and a meaningful fast to all.